I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, everybody. I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Penn Holderness. And thank you so much for clicking play on the Holderness Family Podcast. We're so glad that you decided to come here today. And we hope that today's show is both helpful and doesn't make you unsubscribe to our podcast. I know, that's so funny. Um, Do you need a digital detox as you are listening to this, presumably on your digital device? Well, you'll find out later on in the podcast that it might be okay to do that if maybe you're co-listening to it with your loved one and sharing that energy with them. Um, So first, just as a reminder, we (laughs) do... subscribe. To to subscribe and spend more time with us. Um, No, every Tuesday, you know, we talk about adulting and and ways to do life better. Um, But Thursdays throughout our time on The Amazing Race, season 33, which is airing now on CBS, we do these special recap podcasts. So it's the day after the show airs, we kind of dissect what you see on TV and all the things you don't see on TV. So give it a listen if you're interested. If not, you can just skip it. It's totally fine. Um, we do have a recent review from Megan. Do you want me to read it? Yeah. Okay, hang on a sec. Let me get my readers on. God, I'm old. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous how... Oh, this is nice. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I'm surprised. <laughs> what do you think you're going <laughs> to... They suck. <laughs> I thought maybe it was a backhanded compliment. I don't know. This is great. It's ridiculous how much I love these two people that I've never met. Wow. This is weird reading out loud. I have been casually following you since Christmas jammies approximately 100 years ago, (laughs) but it wasn't until the pandemic that I started watching more of your content. I'm devouring old podcasts while I wait for new ones. Five stars, two thumbs up, side parts forever. Love that reference. Uh, love, love that you, re- Megan. And, and I love that she mentioned old podcasts because this week we're going to revisit one that we actually did about three years ago, Kimberly. So we had, I mean, this has obviously been a topic of conversation for a while, but I think it, the reason why it's worth revisiting is because the whole world has changed. Um, today we are talking about um, what our first, our, our guest today calls digital adultery. Um, Isn't that a sexy? I know title yeah we're gonna make that our title right i mean i think i feel like we need to yeah um and not in a way in which you're you know communicating with somebody else but are you spending more time on your device 
in in connection with your device than you are with the people in your own house. And I have to, this came about because this is very, this is a very real thing that's happening with us, with us. Yeah. Both of us. I, so true story. I have five devices when I go to find my iPhone that go off. Mm-hmm. I have a laptop. I mean, it's a lot of its work. I have two computers that I use for editing and audio. I have a cell phone and I have an iPad and I looked at it the other day and I'm like, look at all this stuff I'm doing, looking at, look at all of these distractions that I have and I can't help. And Kim, I know you want to talk about this, but like, look back to the time that we spent the last couple of months when we did this TV show together. I think one of the reasons I enjoy this podcast is because we can't really be focused on what's on our phone or device. We have to look at each other. We have to look at each other and we have to communicate. And so that's one of the, and it's, we've made it part of our jobs, but that's why I say it's my favorite part of what we do, because I think we get this uninterrupted connection time when if it were any other conversation, I would allow the intrusion of the notifications and because I, I trust that you're going to be there for me. So I'd be like, hold on, babe, let me check this email. I'm waiting on a text message or something like that. And that's not the way it should be. Yeah. Like the, the connection with the people um, in our house should be more important. And I am, I have to say I've been worse since we got back from the amazing race. So we shot the amazing race and started in the middle of September. And one of the rules is you hand over your cell phone. You can't have a cell phone to, you know, and it was panic inducing because you can't, we couldn't talk to our kids or our family, but they don't want you to use like GPS or Google search where you are, things like that. I have to say it was my favorite part of the experience. And you know that it was my favorite too. I think I, I think I've mentioned this several times. It is, and we're going to talk about this with Christopher. I love the way that he referred to non-digital connections as this energy transfer. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I do feel like the same thing. I loved it. I felt this energy. I felt this connection to you. Right. That I, I haven't felt since, I, I don't know, maybe like when we first started dating, when there weren't a lot of text messages, like maybe we had a Blackberry, but it didn't like there, there were no notifications. I think right. notifications is the big one. Right. And it was just us. And it just reminded me like, wow, I really like spending time with this person. I think really we, we get the question a lot is like, how, what did you discover about your relationship while going on this TV show? And listen, it's a highly stressful panic inducing experience. And I've talked openly about how my how that worked with my anxiety i can't imagine if i also had to balance the notifications on the phone i do realize the irony and that we create content for a digital device and Mm -hmm. digital platforms but i would also just ask you to consume that content responsibly and if it interrupts your normal life i hope it adds value to your life i hope it brings you joy in your normal life but if it ever made you feel sad like unsubscribe for the period of time we are gone which is a long time you know, uh, we don't have a device. I got so used to, I didn't, you know, you couldn't fall asleep looking at your phone. You didn't wake up and look at your phone. All of these things, my life improved. I did feel closer to you. I think because uh, there are a number of reasons because we had one thing to do in a day, which is not realistic to normal life, right? Because we have a job in which there's 47 things to do. So we had one thing to do every day and that's the like (laughs) run up a lot of stairs or find a specific spot. And there were no distractions. So that is 
I'm, we're talking about two major ends of the spectrum here. Right. right. There is the spectrum where they take your phones away and you are literally in a digital detox, which we did for one full month. Right. Mm-hmm. The other end of the spectrum is our lives right now. We work in a social media business. We manage our company out of our home because we're still not meeting in offices. And even if we're not, our home is our office. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we have work that is 100% notifications and texts. We have children in two different schools. We have like, and then we also have really like as our downtime taken to putting a laptop and a cell phone right in front of us and doing two things at the same time and zombieing out in front of a TV to relax. Right. So we're bringing in Christopher today to try to find, I think, a middle ground and some boundaries Mm -hmm. so that we can get back to that place where we're happy. I still love you. I still feel connected to you. I really do. But I think it just as fondly as you do about that trip. And it wasn't because I got to see the Swiss Alps. It was because I got to see you more because there was no phones. Uh, And so like phones suck sometimes if you, if you abuse them. And I think we're abusing them. I think we are. And I think, but I do believe that there is balance. And yes, yeah, in the so, middle. Something yeah, in the so we're middle. bringing in our friend, Dr. Christopher Edmonston. He helped us. He was a, a huge part. We call him our marriage coach. He was our huge part of our writing our book, which everybody fights, so why not get better at it? You know, we took the lessons we learned from counseling and put it into a book. But anytime I feel like we need a tune-up, we bring in our friend Christopher. So this is very real time. You're going to hear Penn discusses new pen commandments of kind of some rules we're going to start putting in place. I will admit when we came back and I had 9,000 emails because we couldn't tell people where we were going. So I think I feel like I would weigh it to the other end. So now I'm, I've become truly addicted in, into my devices in a way I wasn't before. So I'm ready to create some boundaries. And so you're going to hear about It is so good to see your face. I know this is an audio medium for everyone else, but I love seeing my good friend Christopher Edmonston's face. How are you, my friend? I, I'm good today. Yeah, for, <laughs> for, a, for an early afternoon, I'm pretty good. Yeah. I know. Good. And it's such a loaded question in 2022. Like, how are you? He would tell me if he's not fine. He it's would tell true. Me. Well, I'm, I'm fine at this moment, but I'm like every person in America right now, still dealing with pandemic, making hard decisions, trying to figure out what's safe, what's not safe. You know, we, lockdown didn't work in terms of our family um, health, our mental and spiritual health. It didn't, I think a lot of people have oh, that yeah. experience. So just still managing all that. So we're not locked down, but every day I hear of another friend that's unable to leave the house for five, seven days. Yeah. So, kind of never goes away. See, I told you, I told you he'd give us an honest answer. <sighs> I know. I, I feel like even, I mean, we're at the start of a new year, I think technically it's January. And te- bef- pre-pandemic, my new year's, I always had resolutions and I had goals and I had all, and this year I couldn't even bring myself. I was like, you know what? Meh, just going to get through this. And I've had so many conversations with friends and that's like every day. Let's just, I mean, let's just see if we can get to tomorrow. Just no big goals. I was laughing because I imagined you with one of your vision boards uh, or one of no your vision. projects that you like. And usually, it just says, usually. It just says, meh, M-E-H, meh. Yep. I know. We, we were trying to write a script, but it was so depressing. But the, the title of the script was If Vision Boards Were Honest. And it was just, but it was so depressing. They were like, oh, that's not really what we're known for. But it was, it was literally that. It was just, you know. I, I, you know me. 
I don't have a vision board and I'm perfectly content as a reason for it. We'll get to that later. Uh, I have secure reason, mental health. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't mean that I have, no, I just lower my expectations and it makes me a genuinely happy person. Okay. <laughs> Christopher is here to help us with something that we are dealing with, but I'm sure others are as well. And that is just the, the oversaturation of digital content in our lives right now, in particular, our mobiles, as the lovely people across the pond call it. Christopher and I have talked about this before. He actually used the phrase when talking about it, which is, it's a sexy phrase. It's going to be the it's title. It's very clickbaity. It's going to be the title of the podcast. So clickbaity. Are you ready? Are you ready? Ready. Digital adultery. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain, if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. Right? Mobile adultery. Yeah, not, not as good with mobile. Digital adultery. Adul- it's so clickbaity. And, but it, it's not just it, not is it only clickbaity. There are reasons why you call it that, right, Christopher? Yes. Uh, when you're spending more time with your phone than your person, mm. when your person can't get your attention out of your phone, or your iPad or whatever your mobile is. When you sneak out to the car and don't tell anybody and you're on your phone checking on That's okay. a great <laughs> one. Yep. Yep. That is a form of spin of giving devotion to something other than your person. What happens to us is it gets out of balance. We live in a mobile world. I don't know how 
we can function in the world anymore for all the reasons, Venmo, ordering things online without having some connectivity. But the connectivity on that phone in your fingertips is not supposed to replace the connectivity to the people who are living in your house, the person that you're married to. Well, I agree a thousand percent. And I'm definitely looking at ways to reduce connectivity. I also acknowledge the irony that we do create content that most people consume on their phones so i i I realize that we are creating content for this machine well Um, i mean that's okay it's not i mean if we were barbers we're not gonna like we we could you know like don't grow your hair out so long that you can't see anymore right that's a horrible (laughs) well no we wouldn't want we wouldn't want somebody to consume so much of our content that they were ignoring people in their family that's what i'm saying yeah but Penn was joking about the, you do this too, by the way, that I, it is a form of self-care. We just did, we just did the, a video on it. I will sit in the driveway and just scroll on my phone and that is relaxing to I me. I do it too. Yeah. So yes, it shouldn't replace the connection we have with human beings, but genuinely, and especially over the last, God, three years now, when we, when maybe it's not as safe to go out and do these other things that were stress relievers, scrolling TikTok and, and all of these has become a source of stress relief for me. I was on this plane the other night, coming back to Raleigh, where we live, and it was in the middle of the snowstorm. So it was a 45 minute flight from Atlanta that took four and a half hours mm. and there were two Gen Zers. I didn't ask the two young women their names, but they TikToked for four and a half without yeah. a break. They didn't they didn't wordle. They didn't break over to a game. No. Just just the scroll. And I, I got to where for me it was almost a game. Like how long can anybody stay on it? And I started off at about hour two. I was horrified, but about hour four, I was I was impressed in, in a awe. very strange you were way. In awe. I'm not even mad anymore. You ate a whole wheel of cheese. What, <laughs> Baxter? If anybody can name so, that movie, put it in so the comments. It may be stress relief to check out. The kids are screaming. Yeah. You just dropped them off from school, and you need something that's other adults speaking. You need somebody to to some other face to see besides the people in your home. And it really can be a form of checkout. The question is, is like a lot of things that I talk about, it's balance, balance, balance. Can you actually control the amount of time you're sitting there in the driveway, scrolling through an app that you love and stop when you say you're going to stop and then re-engage the people in your life? That's, that's the question. I'll admit I have been trying to, because our business is even run off of our phone. So I'm answering questions or looking at comments and I do let it seep into the evening, which is not good. So I'm trying to put it away, but definitely when the kids are in the room, but I'm a thousand percent guilty. I just, I pick it up at every notification. Uh, Can I, and can I ask a question on the back of that? Sure. You know how sometimes your kids start behaving certain ways because they see how their parents behave? Is that happening with phones, with screens, with computers? I mean, even though it is part of our job? It could be. One of the funniest things that I ever experienced as a as a father of a young child was because our kids are our two oldest are a little older than than your two. And we would give them basically like a burner phone, like the old flip phone that we didn't have. And it mm-hmm. would take the three-year-old about a minute and a half to suss out that it wasn't real because they, of course, were watching us on those early iPhones or whatever we had using it. And they could tell even at three, it didn't do the same things. So they learn behavior from us. Absolutely. 
And the more notifications you have on your phone, the more it dings. And you guys are really susceptible to it because it's your job, like you've already mentioned. But the more times you pick it up with every single notification, they're going to at some place and state start to mimic that behavior. Great, great, in- yeah, great use of suss out. I, I also think, um, <laughs> I, I also think, honestly, like, can we give all of, can we all give ourselves some grace here? Because so many of us have started working out of our homes instead of in offices. And when that happens, the only way to communicate with people is through, you know, chat boards or WhatsApp or the, the text with the Google and the, what, what am I the using? The text with the Google. What, what's the sling box or what? No, what's the name of the thing everybody uses? Like the chalkboard for Slack? the- Slack. 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 People are using Slack. Um, Snap. All right, I'm going to hang up and listen. <laughs> no. no, I mean, it's not, I, I, I want to say it's not our fault <clears throat> that we're all addicted to this device, but it, I think it's only really a problem because I think there are benefits to it is when it impairs yeah. your relationship. So is it, is it something that comes up in counseling sessions with you? All the time, I would say, and better than half of them. Wow. What are you frustrated by? Whenever I really need to talk to her about something, she won't put down her phone. He's always on the sports app on his phone. He's always looking at his fantasy football things on his phone. It does come up. And the other thing that comes up quite frequently is couples who are trying to make complex decisions via digital sources, texting. I think video chat's probably better, but, but texting or primarily texting, I'd say, trying to make hard decisions via text is just a bad idea. It does mm. not work. There's no room like for nuance. And none. Your none. wife, Colleen, and I have actually, it's so funny, we've both miscommunicated on text so many times because <laughs> I think that she and I both, we, neither one of us like text in great detail enough. And so I think we've like miscommunicated like kid pickups and drop-offs before. Yeah, yeah there's no room for nuance. As long that. as we don't get rid of damn you autocorrect because that's the best website ever. <laughs> Is that still? Is that, that is pretty funny. Right. I don't. You can just go back to it. It's unbelievable. But yeah, I mean, in a more specific term, you know, it's it is the nuance. It is. I mean, look, we've we're all doing it, and we we never had like a manual. Okay, we're switching our social lives completely because yeah. of this pandemic. And I'm gonna say, after the pandemic, more people are gonna work at home because companies have realized that they can do it and it's cheaper. So this is a new society that we live in and no one's come up with like a manual on how, like what etiquette is, which is why I made my pen commandments again for, for uh, Christopher's very excited. So I can't believe it. That, yes, that's a throwback of the best type. I'm so excited. A little throwback. I mean, I think this is always a good topic to revisit because I think so much has changed in our lives since the last time we talked about it. Do you want to go ahead with your 10 commandments? I could, I was going to, I was going to do it first because Christopher can tell me what I'm doing wrong and you can tell me what I'm doing wrong. And that's really what people are looking for when I do these Okay, is, is the emperor. Last time I tried to do the 10 commandments about screen time and it was so convoluted and terrible. Even going back to it, it was like, did that even make sense? I listened to it today. I was trying to to justify having three screens on at the same time. So I I sat down today, Christopher, and this is my homework. I I, I tried to have, and it's not 10 of them. It's pen of them. Um, <laughs> of, of, of just kind of like little things that I think would help because we do need like a new set of rules for this, right? Right. And I want you guys to help me with this and certainly craft veto, delete, add, subtract. Are we cool with that? I love this energy. This is good. This is good. This okay. is a good place to start. Okay, we're going to cue the Egyptian music, which 
Chris, I'm sorry, you're not going to hear now, but it's going to come in in post. Post production, um, I'm ready. Yeah, but it sounds like we're going through Egypt land and we're about to part the Red Sea. Okay, are you ready? Here we go. Mm-hmm. Thou shalt not talk to someone while looking at the phone. Thou shalt look at the person while talking to the person. Uh, I ha- a thousand percent yes. Mm-hmm. I was dealing with kind of. I, I don't. I have a almost driver in the car with me. Lola was. I was dropping her off at tennis. Something with work was exploding, so I hit park at, in front of the tennis place. She's getting out. I am reading the text of the work thing that's exploding, and she goes, "I love you," and I'm like, "Yeah," and she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I love you too. Like, but that's, yeah, I love that. Can I, can I say I'm guilty of this too? Like I'm not, I'm not in none of these. Am I looking oh, at I you know. anyway? I know. I just want to make sure suck. you know. Okay. Yeah. Christopher. I, I would, I would say anyone listening is guilty of this. And this is a really important one. If you are in a conversation with someone who is important in your life, put it in your pocket, put it down. If you're having a conversation, a marriage conversation, you're talking about a hard thing, a fun thing, a joy thing, sharing your day, just put them down, put them down. It's a huge temptation. And that's a good pen commandment. That one's really good. Really good. This next one is going to be the hardest one for me to do because I'm ADHD and I'm a multitasker. But here we go. Ready? Thou shalt only use one screen at one time. This shall be inarguable etched (laughs) in the stone of the Mount Sinai or wherever (laughs) the mountain was. Christopher, where was the mountain? Please tell me. Sinai. Oh, good. Very good. good, Very good. Mount Sinai etched into a tablet. Okay. Okay, but I I don't do I don't do that. Even when I'm on my computer watching a show, I'm playing solitaire or doing a crossword while watching a show. What is wrong with me? <sighs> you do it too, though, right? Like when you're watching TV, you. You're I on no, that's TikTok, what I'm saying. Like, like if, I, if we're watching, we're into this new show, and it's not new, by the way. It came out last it's year. So but, good. But we're only murders in the building. But we, oh, yeah. yeah, it's really good. So, but I I had like to actually watch it because it's a new show, and it was hard not to look at my phone the whole time. It was a weird feeling not to have my phone scrolling while watching something. And when you're in a relationship and someone asks you what just happened and it's because they weren't paying attention, like that can stir a little bit of anger. Like in both of us do it, right? Yeah. But it is funny. It gets, that can get snippy in that scenario when someone keeps interrupting your attention on something with what just happened. That can get snippy. I think that's true everywhere. I think that's a great one. I think it's going to be really hard to do. I will not look at two screens unless I'm waiting on an email or a text from someone to confirm something. Or when I watch sports, I'll watch and see on Twitter what my sports people um, will tweet about it in live time. But I yeah. try not to do this. It's really hard. I, I I think it's a good idea. I think a lot of people are going to be violating the second pen commandment. Though. I know. I think this sports thing will be hard for what, you. What if that what what if thou shalt do this <laughs> Only when thou art by thyself. That's so, pretty good. So if you're right? by like yourself. You're, yeah. If you're like watching TV on your own, like you can do that. But if you're like with somebody else. I like that. Engage with, engageth with that person. <laughs> engageth. I, I love that yeah. because I'm, I'm, human community is best built. It can be built online. I, I've seen it many times. Some of the folks that post on your sites, I think, feel like. They're yeah, part of I some community. So. I, I think that so. happens. But with the people that you're most intimate with, that you, you share space and 
vacation home, vacation time with your family, your children, your, your husband, when your mom is visiting, that's a really good rule. I like that. I think yeah. that it's so funny. I've noticed like our kids, like Lola will bring her phone in. So if she's, if it's movie night and it's hard to get four people to agree on what the movie is. So if she's not into the movie, she'll bring her phone in and scroll. And I'm like, Oh, she gets it from me. <laughs> like she comes at it on us. Like she got, she's sitting there, but she's not engaging. One thing that Penn said earlier is this stuff is addictive and, I don't know how to get it. I think you probably have to pay for it and you should, but the movie Screenagers, and it's a little old now, 2018, maybe 2017, but it's pretty intimidating to watch as a parent of teens because it essentially says that the algorithms are intended to keep you scrolling. Oh, I it know. It wasn't that. just the two girls yep. on the plane doing that. Like it's designed to keep them, the two young women, excuse me, they weren't girls, two young women. It's designed to keep them engaged exactly as they were now they were laughing and enjoying it don't get me wrong i don't think they were hurt by the experience but it, so it it's not just that lola's learned it from you it's that lola and my amelia and all the kids it's designed to do that to them regardless whether you were doing it or not yeah and i think there is i mean there's all this research about like the dopamine hit when you know you get when, when something there's good an, happens when, like a like or a v, yeah yeah um or if you find something funny on tiktok something like that there's there's definitely that hit that is what's addictive like holding this device in my palm is not addictive it's that it's that hit you get when there is something as simple as the email you're waiting for that's yep. where i think i stumble. absolutely yeah you guys ready? This this next one is going to be um, controversial. Well, I I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it, but I'm going to try. Okay, ready? Mm. Thou shalt give thyself the same screen limits that thou giveth to thine children. The golden rule: thou shalt do unto others as thou have doneth upon thine self. I'm ready for this. Like so uh, we have that you know Apple <laughs> family sharing thing. So our kids screen; mm-hmm. they can call us or text us whenever they want. But in terms of like friends texting. Although we just learned from PC's friends how to get around that. The like kids, I, the kids. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's a way the kids are getting around the screen limits, guys. They just move everything into productivity, right? Because I guess the productivity folder will let you do whatever you want. And so they move all the games into productivity. And so then that circumvents the screen time limits, I think. Our children did not do that, uh, I will say. But I we heard from one of his friends that that happened. I think... PC it's eight, Lola it's nine, and then it doesn't go back on until seven in the morning, maybe. And then they have limits, but it's something like four hours a day. They don't hit the limit most times. I was talking more specifically about the, not, not the hours of the day. I was talking more specifically about like the certain apps and the things that you can and can't use for certain amounts of time. I think what, if I can get, I use my phone as like a white noise machine at night. If I can just go to target and get like an old school white noise machine, I'm real. I'm actually ready to put my phone. I was doing this for a long time, putting my phone downstairs, but I think like we got back. Mm -hmm. I I broke the habit one time and then it just stayed. Yeah. So I'm going to recommit to that. Okay. Yeah, I just, that's, you know, I, I think that's going to be the hardest thing. This next one's pretty easy. Thou shalt find something to co-watch with thy partner who thy thou walketh with. <laughs> Which is the biblical term for doing it. 
thou, sh thou shalt also try not to get too far ahead if thou watcheth parts of it uh, by thyself when thy spouse falleth asleep. So this is a problem. So you find something to watch together because it's a shared experience. You use that one screen, you comment with each other, and you really enjoy and be in that moment. And if the other person falls asleep, you can keep watching for a while, but you have to go back to where you stopped when the other person was there. We have a problem with this because I go to bed before Penn, so he can. He, but then he goes ahead on something. But I'm going. But I'm saying I'm going to back up and make sure that you don't miss anything. I know. I think co-watching is like. I think co-watching helps. If you're sitting in the bed next to somebody and you're both watching two different things on two different screens, it's just like what? What are? What are we doing? Right. Yeah, I think so. Now that can happen sometimes. I would say it may be unavoidable. Like you may have to watch some you know, productivity video for a job or something. And you've right. got to, you've got to like watch this tonight. Exactly. Thing. But as much as you can experience together in a relationship, a marriage, a partnership, that's a huge thing. Watching something together, hearing one another laugh, watching someone get joy out of something that you enjoy. Those are all bonding things. Even watching like a documentary, something that looks really, um, provocative or even disturbing about something happening in the world and then discussing it afterwards, all that is bonding and is much more healthy for the growth of a relationship than being on two screens side by sides, watching two different things. It's unavoidable sometimes, but the more you can watch together, the better. And welcome to the art of compromise and negotiations. Pim, right? Kim. You're going to have to negotiate what happens when one of you falls asleep and the other doesn't how far ahead can you can you go two episodes ahead can you go yeah. one that's the real digital adultery right. when you <laughs> cheat on someone <laughs> by watching a show without them i that honestly it, we need to schedule a counseling session you, uh, pr you promised you promised you wouldn't get ahead on only murders in the building and he, did, me, and he and watched did. he's like oh i've seen this one i'm like what you what? also you last eight minutes i know on average while watching a show before falling asleep. Uh, I will say this about our amazing race experience that, so you have no cell phones. And again, remember we did this twice. I mean, the first time I think it was 12 days and the second time, you know, it was a different period of time. But you have no cell phones and it's not Survivor, right? So they put you in a hotel after you're done for the day. And many times... Um, it's not Survivor. It's not Survivor. <laughs> so many times we're in a... Well, we're always in a, a foreign country. But I would say most of the places we were this time did not have English-speaking uh T television content they were less touristy locations and right. that was that was a covid decision they made and it was a great decision that they made but yes but so they they um right. eventually after some kicking and screaming we were able to order like a you know a movie off of an english speaking just to have something in english on on the screen so there are very few options but i did and because there were no distractions we would watch you know, whatever movie was provided to us just to, you know, be, to be able to understand it. And um, we did, like, we engaged in conversation afterwards. We'd yeah. hit pause and discuss something. I will say our route is online somewhere. We were never in Turkey, but there was this Turkish television station that oh came through gosh. where we were. Yeah. I will say we watched it for about seven hours one day. Because it was, <laughs> it, it was shot. Uh, on, on on a, a VHS a, a Sony Handycam from 1984. The headroom was like it was 
it, it looked like a dude with a mustache uh, who could have been Saddam Hussein. It li- he looks looked so exactly much like, like Saddam him. Hussein. Going into all of these torture museums, but then going to someone's like kitchen with like a cafecito or like a small kind he of like telling- cup of coffee, and then a French ambassador gave him a medal. It was so. It was convoluted. so, I was like, I you couldn't understand what was going And that's on. where I was like, God, I want Google Translate. Like, I just wanted to like hold it up to the phone and to hear what he was saying because there was this whole hour why dedicated to like torture museum? Turkish torture devices. Yes. And then why was he in like his grandmother's and then, kitchen immediately I know. after that? So I, we had the best day. We're like, what is he doing next? Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to interrupt so there please, and say please, God. what the listeners are hearing is exactly what I was talking about. That is a form of bonding. Yeah. You're still enjoying the experience now these many months later after it it happened that's exactly why trying to get your attention focused in the same direction as a as a couple is really really important we we know we have to do that for cooking dinner together because it's involving fire and knives we both need to be paying some attention we probably know we both have we have an event that we're hosting at our home at least when COVID's over mm-hmm. and We've got to be focused on getting everything ready for the guests to arrive. That gives energy to a couple, even though it can sometimes get snippy. Uh, you can disagree with what somebody says on the, on the, on the TV box. And maybe that becomes a little snippy thing, but it's providing energy the whole time. Whereas if you're in two different rooms on two different screens, that's what's missing. That's what's missing. It's like that psychology, uh, concept. And I don't know if this was in the book or not. There were several things in the book. Uh, there were several about, things in the book. About, about the brain. <laughs> yeah. But kind of most people kind of believe in some way deep down that, that we're all the star of our own movie. Mm-hmm. And, and I think when we're on the screens and we're scrolling through the TikTok or we're just doing our own show on Netflix all the time, we become so much a piece of our own movie that the other person could be growing and evolving and changing. And we're just missing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're just missing it. So bonding over a Turkish film that involves torture <laughs> museums. It was not like, even, it was like as a weird as that is. It can be good. It was, we owe it to ourselves, what? honey, to, 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 to do some, like, to the YouTube, bottom of this, to do some YouTube searches. What today. the heck are we going to Google? Like, I think it was hungry. Actually. I don't even know if it was Turkey. I thought it was Turkey. All right, it was either Turkey or hungry. I was thinking about food either way. Uh, Christopher, I, I have one more. I have one more pen commandment, then I'll leave you guys alone. One more. Yeah. And and hopefully Max is turning down the Egyptian music in between, because I'm sure it's been quite a bit. Um, <laughs> but th- th- this is on, this, on that same kind of idea of doing detoxes, like little mini detoxes. Thou shalt take five minutes minimum of every day sit across from thine woman or man who thou knoweth biblically <laughs> turn off all electronics and computers and simply be there together thou can do it in complete silence if thou wanteth but thou shall be making eye contact face to face with thy partner who thou knoweth biblically without any screens you're so weird this, this was a suggestion that our doula gave us that we still don't we, succeed in i mean they, we I, do we we have times in which we've done this well, and we have and it's great when we do it a lot of times though it's just it's something that was going on in our lives that we needed to talk about we don't make it a point every day to just turn everything off and look at each other for five minutes we there were times when we have and it was much better yes that's my last that's my last commandment i like that. that's a great one and i think you said how did it begin you will take a, a digital break detox even 
detox. Well, even doing that, even if you're not looking at each other for five minutes, I actually think that's really good. Sitting next to each other for five minutes a day without any distractions, looking at each other without any distractions. You, you can go online, anyone listening and find conversation prompts for couples where you pull a card like a Trivial Pursuit. Mm-hmm. Although I, I guess I'm kind of old. I just dated myself, didn't I? But you pull like Gen a Trivial X Pursuit card out. Gen favorite yeah. game. It was Trivial like Pursuit. the best game. Oh it was God. still good. The little so pie good. pieces. Mm-hmm. But you pull the Trivial Pursuit card out that's got the conversation couples and anything like that for five or 10 minutes dedicated every day is good for the heart of the soul of your coupleship mm-hmm. and your relationship. It's really important. And that just takes a plan. You've got a plan every night from seven to seven fifteen. We're going to turn our devices off and just, just be, we're just going to sit next to each other. We're going to look at each other. We're going to do a couple. We're going to do a couple conversation card. That's always good. And always the, good. And the it's first hard to do, yeah. but good. The first day you do it, you might look at your partner and say, "Is that five minutes yet?" And they'll say, "No, it's been fourteen <laughs> seconds." But I bet as it goes on and you develop kind of that rapport and you reconnect in that way that maybe a lot of people haven't in a long time. I mean, maybe you start with those topic cards and then maybe it starts flowing effortlessly, like the river. The Jordan Sea that I parted. <laughs> um, do you, when you're meeting Red with, sea, okay, me. I'm just moving on here. Okay. When you meet with your people that are, you feel like are struggling with this within our mar- your, their marriage, do you then suggest screen time limits? Do you suggest kind of, you know, a, a conscious consumption of sorts? What do you suggest? Well, two things. One, a lot of couples who struggle with this when they're both on their phones all the time, or one person is particularly on their phone all the time, it it creates uncertainty and it creates distrust. And so you have the other thing that happens, which is, why are you here? Well, she keeps going through my phone because she doesn't trust me, or he keeps keeps looking through my phone to see what I'm looking at. Because the person invariably wonders, what in the world is so important that they can't just listen to me or they can't come in from the driveway? And that's a whole other thing. That's like level 2.0 of the basic level 1.0 problem. But yes, what is always suggested is if in fact the, the, the digital world that we live in is coming between the bonding that the two of you are doing, you've got to try to arrest it because it is addictive and it's required for work. And some of us have to be on the apps and we have to respond to emails at crazy times at night. So you're going to have to find times, um, Colleen and I will do uh, dinner time. We call Sabbaths, which is a churchy word, but dinner times, dinner time digital Sabbaths, where we turn the stuff off when we eat a meal together. Mm-hmm. That's a real simple one. If you're in the same place and eating a meal together, mm-hmm. that can be done. Um, if you have rules about no social media or no digital devices after nine o'clock at night, if you as the parents can also enforce that, unless you just, you have to send a work email or something like that, because you know, the kids eating depends upon your ability to, to buy the food. Those things just reinforce the healthy habit. There's a million suggestions out there. People are smart, can brainstorm and come up with them on their own. But the point is, is to decide on one and actually try it yeah i um i have to say i think the the go go go-ness of american culture which is like you always have to be accessible it's nine o'clock at night there's a work email i mean look we we this is what we do for a living like what kind of emergency could possibly happen right and but yet (laughs) we find things to stress out about an email at nine o'clock at night so i think it's 
from what I've, and we've been now lucky enough to travel and we, we were in Switzerland for the amazing race and it was Sunday and we could, we were in this small town. We couldn't ask anybody for directions because literally everything was closed and ev- nobody goes anywhere. Nobody yeah. leaves our house. So we were, you know, kn- knocking on people's, the homes, their, their doors of their homes because we're like, we, we so desperately need directions. But it, it was a, it was deeply offensive to them to like ask them to be on their cell phones to give directions because like it, it is a true Sabbath. We can learn a lot from the Swiss. I'm just going to oh say that. Gosh. I'm going to let Christopher take it from there. No, I know. But I think that just, if we then set the standard of I'm not always accessible. If you email me at nine o'clock at night, you're not going to get an answer until nine the next morning. We've tried that because obviously we have, you know, Anne Marie and Sam and now Leanne who work with us and I don't want to bother them at night. And so I think we're trying to create some healthy boundaries there, but it's not perfect. There's been plenty of times I've called them in a panic at eight o'clock at night. So um, maybe, maybe that's the kind of thing that we have to, if you do it, like Christopher said, he said, unless it's an emergency, I think that's really the key. Like, call it out. Like, this is abnormal. I apologize. I'm sorry. This is not what we should be doing. Well, it, it's and it's that like goes both you, ways. I, 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 I'm no great person when it comes to horses or cows or farms, but I have ridden a few horses and in my time. And whenever I get on the horse, I assume I'm going to fall off. And I have fallen off a horse before. Do not recommend. I do <laughs> zero not recommend. out of 10 recommend. It's zero out of 10 recommend. But the question is, are you going to get back up? And one of the things that we learn when we try to have habits, whether it's a work habit or a digital media habit or um, a dieting habit is if you have a bad day or if you break your rule, you got to get it back on the horse the next day because it really is in the, the long run, kind of like the half marathon or the marathon, the way that you're in the race is by simply finishing the race, by staying committed step after step until you until you get to the end. That's the thing. You're going to have some bad days when you make these new rules because digital social media stuff is everywhere. The phone, the phone never goes away. That's for sure. And I don't think it's going away anytime and for the rest of my lifetime. But if you have a bad day when you've made a rule, just start over again the next day. Because it is good for you. It is. I just want to add one thing, and then I think Penn has a comment, is that if I fell off of a horse, I don't think I would get back on. I think I'm about to, I would say, like, that is the end of my horse career. So you are not a big fan of the get back on the horse adage. No, I will. Tr- I will. I have failed plenty of times, and I keep trying. But a horse specifically, I feel like it's very high. Okay. It's a very large. It's a danger. I mean, people have died. Okay. So I feel like that's the horse telling me I should so, just not get back on. So I like it when you take metaphors literally. <laughs> okay, it's, you, you, you're. Fine. It's Sorry. a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm not. When you're when you're fanning the fire, there doesn't actually have to be a fire in front of you, does there? I mean, fanning the flames. No? I don't. I don't feel like we should fan the flames. I'm with you though, babe. Okay. I don't. I don't want to. I don't even think I want to get on a horse now that I heard Christopher's falling off of a horse. I'm done. How does well, one of fall off? How did you I, fall off? Well, I know it's about it was a horse. It was like my, it was one of those family vacations that my parents imagined. And we went to one of those family dude ranches and it was oh, yeah. a calm trail ride where the horses just kind of walk on the trail north of San Antonio. Oh. It was frankly beautiful. Yeah. There was actually there no cell signal at all, Perfect. which was wonderful. Nice. And one day my whole horse, uh, which was named Gringo, I still oh, remember this Gringo. horse's name, <laughs> just took off towards some trees. And next thing I knew I was on the ground oh, no. <laughs> and I got back on the horse because yeah. I wasn't going to let that horse beat me. That's the only I, reason I would why. say if I needed, like I needed the horse as a form of transportation. Oh God, we're still doing this. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sorry. This is welcome um, to being married to me. But I am I am grateful that no one was filming it. What? And that's that's when that's one of the because it would be somewhere. I know. Yeah. I was gonna say like I'm so thankful that there wasn't YouTube as a new reporter. Oh, we're not like that's. I passed on. out on live TV once donating blood. Yeah. You did. Uh, if, you know, I thought of you. I thought of you last week when that uh, her name was Tori Yorgi. I'll never forget her name when she got hit by that car. Did y'all see that? No. In West Virginia. No. Oh, you've got a, a West Virginia reporter gets hit by by a car. A car was sliding in the ice and it hit her, and she kept reporting. <gasps> no. She kept she, reporting. See, as a yeah. baby reporter, Especially that's in what West you Virginia. Do. Well, like when you're in a when you're in a mid market or a small market, you just like you just keep going. No, 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 no. I'll give you my example. She of this. was her own camera. Per- like yes, she, it was like so on a, a tripod. You were on a oh, one man band. No, yep. so I was in. There was like a really bad bar fight where somebody actually got killed, um, and I was reporting from inside of the bar at eleven o'clock. As one does. As one does. And a guy, I just kept, I was like, and the police say the suspects. And a guy came up and licked the side of my face. And I just kept going. (laughs) I remember you telling me about this. Talking. As if. Just licked. Just like. Just Oh my God. And now, as a 45-year-old woman. You would would stop everything. I would stop everything. I would take my microphone, shove it in a place on that person like i would let it be known and then i would go viral for you know assaulting somebody on camera but i just kept going can i say something i really like the direction that this podcast is going in right now <laughs> that the things Chris we would have gone off a horse you sticking a microphone up somebody's butt i mean the things actually, like five minutes ago i had a comment about like advancing our topic i don't even know if we need it anymore i say we but just keep what, going down this road. i mean i would have gone viral pre if, if youtube were a thing as a new report i passed out on live tv because i was uh, the hospitals had to stop doting eating blood because there's a like a blood shortage, so I thought it'd be a good live shot to donate blood. <laughs> this is goodbye, Vita. <laughs> yeah, so I, I thought it'd be a good live shot to show how easy it is to donate blood. And at the time, you had to be like 110 or 120 pounds to donate blood, which I clear now. But then I didn't, I didn't clear that weight. But I was like, well, that that's for other people. That's not for me. You know what I mean? Like I can be 140. 10 pounds and, and ha- can do Kim. Yeah. Do yeah I'm like, that's just, that is, that's not a real thing. I think you'd also shirk some of the rules about eating beforehand and lots of other things. Right. I, I don't, I don't remember that part. Okay. So I, I thought so, maybe you hadn't eaten or something. No. So okay. it's like a noon live shot. So I'm like, you know, I'm in the chair. I'm like, and in Sarasota County, they've stopped. Da, da, da. And they, I, it was as if somebody was pulling the shades down on my eyes like I was just everything was going black, but from from the top to the bottom, and the anchor's name was Vita, and I just went goodbye, Vita, and I passed <laughs> out in a very dramatic way. And then you see the nurses like put my feet up, and they're like slapping my face. And, and they, they had these things called air checks back then that like they recycled every month. And if you had gotten a hold of the oh, air God. check that was like taping inside the show, you could hang on to that video. So if anyone has that air check, please. God, that was reach out like directly to me. Two thousand, right. though. I'm getting back on. I can't believe I'm the one doing this. I'm getting back on topic for one more question for Chris. There's I, a first time for everything. I know. First time for everything. Wait, are you, do you want to keep going? On no, this I'm trying to think. Road? There was something okay. else really stupid I did on live TV. Okay. <laughs> no, but you you keep going, and I'll think about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> going back to our topic of digital. People don't need. Adultery. I mean, they're listening to this well, on I, their phones. Yeah, that's true. All right, Chris, oh. Christopher. The one thing that that I really really reached me when you were talking about how to fix this and what is important in a marriage was your use of the term energy. 
and how you know there's a certain type of energy when you have a shared experience and there's a certain type of energy when you go back and forth i am a firm believer in in energy out there i mean i I think it, it could you could call up energy you could call it the holy spirit you could call it whatever you want to but i think that when you are by yourself looking at a screen it's like the wrong kind of energy it's the wrong kind of flow or chi or feng shui or whatever it is and i think when you are able to connect with another person whether you're an extrovert or an introvert whether it's a large number of people or one singular person you're like replenishing that energy that helps like get you up in the morning and literally gets you through the day and i wonder i'm theorizing like I, maybe we're all more tired now because we're blocking that important energy by just staring at a phone. I think it's not just staring at a phone, but it, it would be interesting. Well, wouldn't life have been great if coronavirus had never dawned? Mm-hmm. But I do think that that magnifies it some. And I, I think the the phone was here to stay. And I think it would we still would have been at a more at a place in 2022 than we were in 2020 where people were spending more time online. I think that would have happened anyway, but I think COVID has magnified that. And one of the things I say uh, to couples, usually in premarital counseling, um, I've said it too in uh, therapy with people, people have trouble sometimes asking for help. And I say, look, the most important things in life that ever happened to you, you know, you were not born alone, like your mother and a, and a doula (laughs) Mm -hmm. who had told your parents to stare into each other's eyes for five minutes Mm -hmm. every day, a a nurse, doctors, midwives, somebody worked hard to get you here. You didn't learn to eat alone, to cut your food alone, to to walk alone, to, to, to read alone. One of the most important things we learned, like people helped you at every step, every single step of the way people helped you. And for that help to be received, there's a point of connection, like real connection at every one of those points in life. There's there's a point of connection. And so a lot of the satisfaction of life, the joy that we feel depends where energy that we feel is about how we are connecting to other people. And if we're all just in our own movie, staring at that screen, just absorbing things that confirm our biases or that that are, that are meant to entertain us, that never stretch us or challenge us, we are eventually going to become disconnected to people around us. There's, there's, there's no other way for it to end, which isn't to say that online can't connect people. It does. I've, I've had some wonderful counseling sessions with people over Zoom, but I hope that's not the only point of connection in their lives. Mm-hmm. It, there's got to be more. There's got to be more for sure. Absolutely. So I, I have a like couple it. tips. Oh, I please. Lot, oh, I you want, okay, let's put on the uh, t- uh, the commandments no, music we don't, again. No, please. he doesn't need the commandments. Are you maybe. sure? These if you want are, the music, if you want the music, we can give it to you. These are tips. I, okay, yeah, let's, you know what? Let's yeah. go with some. You know what? Let's go with some of that like wonky music, like. <laughs> 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 Perfect. Just a couple a couple of tips. One is turn off the notifications if you can. It's really important because you could be fully engaged with your person in an important moment, an important conversation. It's uh, it's an argument that you're resolving. It's about to get romantic and that notification comes and the person turns their head and suddenly it's a complete turnoff and so, your other person yeah. thinks. So check your I'm messages on your own time. Take that power yes. back. Take the power back. Um, that may be very difficult if people's work depends on it, but that can be part of the Sabbath each and every day. Mm-hmm. Two, when you take pictures of your your spouse, your partner, your person, before you go posting them, before you <laughs> put a video online of them, you ought to ask for their permission. Why are you laughing? You really, really should. Because I'm not allowed to do 
anything without posting <laughs> ever. I can't do anything without like five people looking at it. <laughs> but but you certainly do take pictures of me sometimes. I don't post <laughs> them without that. you. You do sometimes. We well, have very just, express rule, like even to the kids. Yeah, with the kids for sure. With the kids, I, I, I we yeah. don't post a ton of them. Even if I'm just taking a picture, I'm like, I'm not posting this. I'm doing this for personal memory. Yeah. Well, at its core, what it says is, I mean, even if it's the most beautiful picture of your person you've ever taken, at its core, it says, you're important enough to me to ask you what you think about this before I share something that makes me proud of you with 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 our friends mm-hmm. and our and our online community. It's just a way of empowering them and letting them know that you care about them. It's just a really easy thing to do. And if they say no today, maybe they say yes tomorrow to to another picture if if you really want to put something out there. But it's it's not a it's not a dead end or a hard stop, but it it really can be a simple tool to build some trust. Mm-hmm. It really can. It really can. And and the last thing was, I was going to say, make some rules in your own home with mm-hmm. your relationship. You could do the Ten Commandments. <laughs> you could come up. I'd be interested to see if Kim went off and came up with Kim's commandments and we put them side by side. That they wouldn't be, be entirely that might be different. pretty fun. Yeah. No, I think, honestly, when, when I was writing that, we have kind of become Pim. We're sort of... <laughs> Our, our periods of, start at the same time. It's we're so, sort we're of the same. We're on the same cycle right now. I know. We're we're a an androgynous man female at this point. It's super sexy. Um, <laughs> no, it I, is good. I I, I I was hoping she liked him, but I, like I said, I'm I love your add-ons, and I'm willing to to be told that I'm wrong about these. But I just the reason I did this. I know we used funny music, but. I think we have to just admit that like no one's come up with a, a, a set of rules for this. And it's like we've formed a new civilization in the I last was gonna say, years. Literally everybody has come up with sets of rules for this. You just have to figure out what works for your family. I, but I don't think that now that now that COVID has hit, I don't think there's been a new Magna Carta. We've been talking about this for a long time, but there's like the, the reality is people are depending on digital more in order to get their work done, in order to communicate with their loved ones, in order to have cocktail hours, parties, like birthdays, like all these things are happening on Zoom now. So I think like, why not revisit the rules? It's a new world order. Am I taking this too seriously? You're looking at me like, no, I just, you were so passionate about this. It's really shocking to me. I just like, I love, he was was into it. I I love the energy that comes when you have a direct conversation with either your loved one or a stranger on the street or like really anything. I also love the interaction on social media when someone connects with you there. That's great too, but nothing. Beats but, but there is the a difference. Thing. So take it take it this way. I watch a lot of sports on TV. I, I tell some people know this, but in December I I challenged the congregation that where I serve to take a take a cable news Sabbath, like cut it off, mm-hmm. just don't watch it. And, and I stopped a, a, about a year ago now, maybe a little year and a half ago, and everything in my life got better relative to anxiety. I still read newspapers online. I still I keep engaged, up with the news, yeah. but I just, I just don't watch that sort of scream off that happens on news shows every every yeah. day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So little tips like that, that simple break really mattered to me, and it really helped me to improve my health. I would say that anything that we can do about that, we should pay attention to. Now, the other thing I would say, and it's switching topics just a little bit, is you can experience the sports on TV that I watch all the time um, and get the game. There have been some incredible games. 
and that you can get excited about, but there's nothing like being in the stands or take like theater. Yeah. You can watch a, a musical of uh, Hamilton, the Disney plus version. It's wonderful, but there's nothing like being there. There's value in both, but they are different. And I would say that human beings, even really introverted ones need both. They do. I don't know how much I need. I'm no. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I've definitely, you know, even introverts, I think, suffered during the disconnect of the pandemic for sure. I am ready to put some new rules in for myself because I feel like my anxiety has been peaking lately. I think part of it's the weather and like all these things. And so if I can just, you know, make some firm rules and get and and tell them to pen and ha- get his help, you know, enforcing them for me. Give him permission to do that. That I I probably find that I'm a little more chill. Yeah. So tonight I think our plans are Google searching Turkish torture. Oh, that's gonna be fun. If you find it, please oh let me know. We'll yeah. do it. What's it, what's it called when you do like a watch party? We should. Do that. Oh. I think it's called a watch party. I think it's definitely I'm so a watch down party. for that. I'm so down for that. Well, thank you to everybody who has listened. A special thank you to our friend Christopher Edmondston for always giving us the insight and helping us just navigate this weird, weird world. And I would also love to hear other people's pen commandments. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I would. I, I would. No. I. This is I? one of those things where I love to come on here when I have found something that works for me, and I love to share like what we do as a couple or as a family and things that work for us. This yeah. is one of those things where I would love to crowdsource. Oh yeah. Different I, I, ideas about what and, has worked. And let me make this clear: I have followed zero of the five pen commandments. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to try that. to. This is like a. This is as close as you're going to get to a resolution from me, babe. Maybe we should do some sort of like online challenge through yeah. the blog, Let's see how which this is goes funny because it is digital, Yeah, but you could come to our website, www.http colon slash slash www.theholdernessfamily.com. They don't need to use the Googles. They just need to like put in all the letters. Yeah, all the letters. Let's let Christopher go. Okay. It's so great to, to spend some time with you. Um, blessings to both of you. And hopefully we are helping the listeners. Just, <laughs> even, not, even, if, even if the 10 commandments don't work, hopefully we're helping them ask questions. If they feel like it's out of control, that's the, if it feels like it's out of control, it's out of control. It probably is. So what do you, what, what do you have the power to do about what can you find some power? Where can you find some power to do something about it? That's, that's the first step. Always. I love, he can mic always drop. land mic the plane. That's a that guy. Drop. Yep. That guy. Okay. He's love you. Pastor. He's our friend. He uses the Bye-bye. word sus in sentences. <laughs> He's Christopher Edmonds. <laughs> and scene. And scene. Thank you, Christopher. Uh, we love you. Love you, love you buddy. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.